It's that time again for the R2 Sense Podcast. Today, we are going to get into shoes, the personality shoes and a way of life, mood, emotions, and how shoes can go beyond just fashion. Shoes can be expressive. Shoes are very necessary. Um, and let's get into it. I'm on Alyssa and I'm joined with BJ. What's going on, people? We're going to talk about comfortable shoes and the way in which we're going to kind of like guide this conversation is not to say like what's your favorite type of shoes it's ultimately saying what shoes do you wear that could possibly be holding you back from something and I'll give you an example I am a guy who does not feel any type of comfort in dressing up I hate having on those fitted trousers i hate the the shirt tucked all the way in your pants i hate having on a tie all day i'm not that dude but i've recently taken on a lot of responsibility that would probably suggest to me that it's time to assume some sense of leadership and most leaders have to dress according so now i'm in a position where i have to switch up the sneaker to possibly an oxford or um, something a little bit more dressier than my personal taste. So how do you, as an individual who is so comfortable in a gym shoe, decide for yourself what type of shoe to even buy to put you in a position to explain yourself differently, express yourself differently? How do you even go about finding the proper shoe? That kind of leads me into the comfort zones is for sucker segment where today is simply saying get out and shop instead of shopping online. Now, the reason why I say get out and shop is because ultimately the reason why we're so insistent upon the online experience being so detailed is because we are extremely lazy. We don't want to get up. We don't want to go in the shops, the boutiques and the stores and actually try on the shit that we actually want to wear, that we want to actually see ourselves in, in the fitting room when that mirror has you hidden from the rest of the store so that you can see yourself, whether it be flattering or unflattering, you can see yourself in it before you purchase it. And the online experience has made us extremely lazy. And then you get your item in the mail, it's all packaged and you're happy and you're excited because your, your item finally came and then you try that shit on in your house and it don't fit or it's not comfortable or it's actually a bigger size than what the actual ticket or the tag on the item say. And you feeling bad because you know you wear 2X and everything, but in this particular item, you wearing a 3X and it's making you self-conscious. You feeling fat, like you feeling away because you didn't get your ass up. Go to the store, try it on, see what you look like and other items similar to it. It gives you a more diverse experience other than just sitting fanning through the phone trying to find yourself. Sometimes you have to get out and shop, get out, go into the store, look at other things on the same rack. You pick that one thing up because you might find something better than what you actually pick and settle for in the store. So, um. The comfort zone is being challenged. You can definitely find a lot of things online that may not be in the store, but let that be the last alternative. Sometimes you just gotta go get out and shop. Find yourself, find the things that fit you, 
Find the things that make you comfortable. Find the things that also diversifies your style and sense of choice so that you can be comfortable in the choices that you make. And that could be anything in life, in relationships. Stop looking online. Get out and shop for the things that you want. Go meet people. Talk to people. You know, this whole online thing has made us extremely lazy. And now we can't even identify ourselves and our style of person. So that's the comfort zones for sucker segment right there is just to get out and shop, not settling for the online experience. But what if they got a refund policy? <laughs> I'm saying you can refund and exchange it. I like the comfort of my home. You know, I get it. But like we talking about comfortable shoes. Now, keep in mind. People are comfortable in certain type of shoes for different reasons. You ever see that gym rat that is always in sweats? Like they're always in sweats, whether they're in the gym or at home. It's the big, huge sweatshirt and the big sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And then, then they you look down at their feet and they got on those Nike, what is it called? The Nike Roushes or some shit like that. I don't that. keep up with sneakers. And I no, don't have no sneakers for right. real. But um, ultimately, the shoe is more or less for people who train mm-hmm. and um, frequent the gym. And that shoe is more expensive than a lot of the shoes that you see that are popular. You can find a like a cross trainer Nike mm-hmm. that'll cost more than a Jordan. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. And the idea behind the shoe is to make sure that it's durable for what it goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has to be comfortable. And you'll be surprised at how many beat up shoes cost more than an entire outfit. Yeah. So in your mind, when you think about the shoe choices that you make. And this is an analytical question. When you think about the shoe choices that you make, which is the deciding factor? Is it the shoe that decides the outfit or is it the outfit that decides the shoe? And when we're talking about outfit, we're talking about the outfit of your life. The I have to think on that for a second because I don't know. I really don't know right now. Mm-hmm. Like when I buy shoes, I buy shoes based on my interest and what I like and where what I would like to be and what I want my style of choice to be, where how I want to live my life, how I envision and picture myself. But if that's the practices that I actually put forth day to day, I would say probably not. Right, right. What I wear from day to day is just for comfort and to get through my day. Mm-hmm. but my closet is full of shoes that I aspire and want to wear. Eventually. Eventually. Right. Yes. So imagine being that person who has a closet full of shoes you never get to wear. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, let's just say you bought a pair of shoes upwards of two to three years ago and you still can't fit that shoe or you still can't wear that shoe Mm -hmm. or by the time you actually build up the confidence to finally put that shoe on it don't even fit the same you know what i'm saying foot got bigger in length possibly fatter you don't know like you never get to definitely fatter right you never get to experience what it feels like to Mm -hmm. actually wear that shoe that you've been saving and that could possibly mean that you need to change the outfit of your life because in my particular instance i'm I'm experiencing um, people with all different types of walks coming to me, looking, looking to me for help and guidance. And it's on a very small scale 
when I think about it, but what the potentials of it could be. I need to wrap my mind around the possibilities of transitioning out of the the trendy clothes, the trendy gym shoes and into a suit mm-hmm. and a tie. And that will require me to change the shoe. Now, I'm not comfortable in that outfit, mm-hmm. particularly, or the shoe. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. the outfit of my life is more or less like determining all of my style choices. I'm a truck driver. So, of course, I like to be comfortable because I'm always in these uncomfortable positions. So it dictates to me, okay, put on some sweatpants, put on some loose fit jeans, put on a hoodie, put on some Jordans. It dictates to me mm-hmm. what it is that I'm wearing. But now I want to dictate how I feel. I want to dictate how I want to live. And I want to be the person in charge of the style choices, mm-hmm. not the circumstances. Right. So of course it's like, nigga, you know, you need to put that suit on to right. get to where you are trying to get to. So what is it going to take? I'm tired of saving shoes. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, how I feel too. I'm tired of saving shoes for the opportunity that I'll get to really show my personality, really show that I am stylish. I do have taste. I do have these things that make me who I am as a person. And we can both say right now that it's a closet full of shit that we not wearing. A, a thousand percent. Right. I got the shoes and I got the outfits. I just ain't been able to put them on yet. Right. So that's what we going to talk about today. Our comfort zones, like getting out of the comfortable shoe and actually putting on the shoe that you want to wear. Now to... Kind of switch up the conversation, of course. I'm making noise. Forgive me, people. I'm fumbling and fumbling through shit. But to get into the conversation today, a lot of times when you think of shoes, what comes to mind is whose shoes have you been trying to fill? The person that mentors or inspires you in your life that that told you to go to college, even though they didn't go to college themselves. That person that insisted upon you doing something that you probably necessarily didn't dislike but wasn't that passionate about i remember being that kid that had to sing in the choir when i didn't want to sing Mm. i was like 10 years old and i was honestly the only kid in the choir full of 50 year old people and this was the the theory of you know in my house we gonna serve the lord Like, you know, which I don't disagree with at all, but it really, it really made me upset that I would be like the only kid in the choir stand and all my little homies is looking at me. a kid's choir? I mean, at the time it was a potential to have one, but we didn't have one. I don't, I think it was because we didn't have like the people with the patients to like the Mm. director to actually teach the kids and, you know, stuff like that. So. My mother, you know, of course, made me sing regardless. It was like, look, you up here. And I was literally the only kid for like maybe two or three years straight. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to really resent that. And then honestly, that outfit, like having to sing in that choir robe on top of being in the clothes that I wasn't comfortable in mm-hmm. wearing. You got a robe over this shit. And it's 100 degrees in the black church. You really was hating that choir. Yeah, really <laughs> was hating it. And I remember, like, on one hand, that uncomfortable shoe and that uncomfortable outfit was probably some of the, like, the worst moments that I dread. But there are still those moments as an adult where 
some of those songs come back to you. Mm-hmm. Some of those lyrics, you know, you know, in reference to God, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Like those type of things, you know, you have to kind of endure the struggles of that shoe that you don't necessarily want to wear all the time. Okay. So like in your mind, is there like a point in your life where you put on the shoe that you actually hated to wear, but it taught you a lesson? A shoe that I hated to wear, but it actually taught me a lesson. You're really making me think today. Damn. I don't, I'm sure there are many times I've worn shoes that I did not want to wear, and it taught me a lesson. Yes, absolutely. Can I think of one particular instance on the spot right now? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> but come back to me, and I can tell you something. The reason what about why, you? Um, yeah. Um, one, of course, was you know growing up in church. And then two, I remember being in a position where my father bought me some LA gears, right? <laughs> and I had to been I had to have been in like the sixth or seventh grade. So mm-hmm. LA gears for a sixth or seventh grader was like preposterous. Like, how do you even find a shoe? for a person that's possibly wearing an eight or a nine mm-hmm. in LA gears. Cause at this time the LA gears had lights on the back. So they were typically a kid shoe, like a, you know, four to six is the highest age mm-hmm. of a kid that can possibly wear them. So I remember him buying me these LA gears and I didn't mind wearing them because I only wore them in gym. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I put these shoes on. So all I remember is I go to gym this one particular day, and of course, n- nigga, you damn near teenager. Your shoes is lighting up, <laughs> right? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, we only in gym. Like, I'm just in gym. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. But um, they used to make us do like the mile run around the gym. You had to like do like three little laps around the gym before you actually get to play like basketball and shit. It was kind of like a warm up. And out of nowhere, my feet start lighting up. And the whole gym is like cooking me, right? Like cooking me. And I didn't understand it because I'm like, well, damn, I'm only wearing these in gym. It's not like I'm leaving out of here and these bitches is on my feet all day. Mm-hmm. This is only in gym. And so uh, I remember like even in that position of knowing that it was a real reason why I was wearing them and it wasn't as serious as my peers was making me it made me resent my dad because even as much as I tried to excuse the idea of what my dad bought me, it was kind of telling me how much of a disconnect he had with me and the disconnect of time that we were in as kids where fashion was important. Right. Um, Your ego played a lot of why you chose some of the things that you had, you know, decided to wear, I think I had like a little job. My uncle um, gave us like a landscaping job. Um, well, us being um, one of the, the other boys from church, me and him, you know, used to cut grass for him. Mm-hmm. And was the first experience I had working, but I was getting robbed. I mean, call a spade a spade. We would work four or five days a week. Didn't get paid to the end of the month. And by the time you got paid, it was only like $200. So my uncle, you know, was, you know, using young niggas. Taking advantage yeah. of the fact that y'all was and young kind- and wouldn't question that. Right. So that kind of was why, you know, it didn't last as long. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for yeah. me working for him. But um, when I would get my money, of course, I'm buying the most expensive shoe. Damn near only had $30 left by the time I bought the shoe that I actually wanted. But, like, it made me resent my father when he bought those L.A. gears. And he really didn't know. Like, he really didn't know. Mm. And um, it, it kind of, like, dwindled into us not speaking much because he probably don't even know I've been through this, but it was just something I held on to because I went into high school, maybe, maybe ninth grade at the most. It wasn't like entirely through high school, but I did transition into high school being remembered for that shit, you know, and I had to like fight that off of me. I had to, you know, stand up for myself and defend myself against something that small. So that shoe always kind of like haunted me until I had to fight that system off of me, you know, so that that's one of the things that made me take pride in the type of shoes that I wear, because, yes, I want to be respected for having these type of shoes on. I want to feel comfortable. I want to be fresh. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It it did a lot for me. That's another conversation we need to have about resentment and resentment that you tend to feel at a young age and how it makes you move. Yeah. Because you saying that just makes me think about some things on my end. But to go back to the question you asked me about shoes, I can't think of a, well, the closest that I could think of about shoes that I had to wear that I didn't want to wear. Um, the closest thing I could think of is being in private school, Catholic mm-hmm. school, having to wear these uniforms. And also with my parents working for the airline, whenever we travel, because we're traveling standby and we're quote unquote representing the company, this forces you to dress up. You can't dress and travel like everybody else. You can't dress like everybody else in sweatshirts and jeans and gym shoes because they were employees of the airline. We had to fly in dress clothes. Mm -hmm. We had to dress up. I hated that shit. I want to wear jeans and sweats you know leggings and and comfortable shoes and i'm uncomfortable it's cold on the plane you know and here i am in a dress tights and dress shoes because this is the cold when you traveling on standby right, right you know so the only thing i would say that these two separate things taught me i guess um in some way is to always you, you always have to dress um a certain way to represent yourself if you want to be represented a certain way Okay. So, I mean, that's the closest that I could think of. Um, I'm sure I have others, but, you know, just right now, the way that you dress matters. You it know? definitely does. Mm-hmm. I think when I think about, um, when I think about, like, how I've kind of formatted myself into only being comfortable in certain shoes, the shoes that... I ultimately know I need to wear. I have never even tried on yet. Like, you know, the the idea of the church shoe figuratively was years ago. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, like I still went to church as an adult, but I bought or I converted my comfortable shoe over to how I dressed in church. I stopped wearing church clothes, you know, what because they're more accepting now. You know, when you little it's yeah. kind of like. You have to dress up. It's an experience. Yeah. But now, so come as you are is the policy. So, oh, say no more. (laughs) Right. And that's how I transitioned into my adulthood going Mm -hmm. to church. I would wear what I typically wore in the street. But then, um, like I said, like trying on a new shoe, 
I'm fearful of being uncomfortable in a shoe I've never tried on. Why? Because um, people treat you different when they see you dressed a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you dress like a bum, they treat you like a bum. Yes. You know, um, if you dress comfortably, people think they can try you. They think, mm-hmm. like, if you, you know, if you lose fitting and you, you know, you not as like tailored Mm -hmm. or you just you know there's something that they can pick as far as a flaw on you they'll try you for certain things or they'll think that it's okay to make that um that sarcastic joke or something Mm -hmm. like they think that you should have a certain level of sense of humor just for them to insult you um and then when i think about the suit the suit is the suit is ultimately a i guess a status symbol um, it tells like what position you're in. You tend to walk different when you're in a suit, probably because the shit be tight sometimes. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. If you, you feel good in your suit and it's tailored right, that stride is going to be of confidence, not discomfort. Yeah. So ultimately, because I don't know what to expect, that's what ultimately makes me uncomfortable. And I so have to get rid of that. it's not the dress itself. It's the perceptions that you yeah. may receive. Right. That's understandable, but that's a personal issue on their part. And you can't let that stop you from trying out right, something right. new. You know what I'm saying? So do you know, as Mona Lisa right now, is there a is there a shoe that you ultimately want to wear right now <clears throat> but because of circumstance or because of current struggles in life, you just won't step into that space or that shoe immediately or not even immediately. Like you won't step into that shoe or that space eager to like exist in this particular area of your life. Yes. Like I know there's always going to be something mm-hmm. going on. In everybody's life, mm-hmm. and there's an area that will require you to change your outfit and change your shoe, but you kind of like drag in putting that outfit or that shoe on to get to that other side and experience something different. Is that like something that you're familiar with right now? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell to the yeah! <laughs> yes. So tell me, like, what is that? What is that like? You know, um. It's nerve wracking because it's like you acknowledge and understand what your potential is. Mm-hmm. Um, you see what you are capable of. Everybody else may not be aware of it or know the depths of what you have to offer. But because of fear or lack of feeling prepared um, or just a huge insecurity it stops you from moving forward the way you need to. Mm-hmm. So it's almost in some ways crippling. Right, right. Um, But what I'm telling myself and trying to do is push myself. Regardless of these fears, discomforts, and insecurities, I have to just push myself to get to where I want to be because I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really giving myself a fair shot and opportunity to be a success like I know I deserve to be. Right, right. I can't keep having these dreams about what I want for myself and where I want to be and where I aspire to be 
if I'm not even taking the necessary steps the way that I should be to get there. So I'm shortchanging myself. Could it be that the shoe that makes you comfortable is actually the shoe that is too small? Yes. Like, um, you're only comfortable in this particular shoe because it it keeps you at capacity. It keeps you in yes. this space of not taking a chance and jumping out and, you know, trying new things, trying new outfits. The shoe that I'm wearing is very comfortable, very fucking comfortable, but it I need to come up out of it. Yeah. That's the problem. Right. I've been in it too long mm-hmm. and I've outgrown the shoe in the sense of I should be, you know. Right. Wearing one of the shoes in the closet. <laughs> right. So ultimately you're in you at a point where the shoe should be a heel because you need to be elevated to a higher position. Absolutely. So yeah, I get it. Like I really I really feel like a lot of the shoes that I do wear that I find comfortable are too small because I can't it clouds my judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm so comfortable in one type of shoe. Mm-hmm. Like being from Detroit, like the the affinity for an Air Force One in Detroit is like you can't put that away. Like you you always are going to be comfortable in a pair of fresh white Air Force Ones, but you don't realize that them shoes ain't always comfortable. When you get that crease in the toe, it's over with. Fuck forces, man. I can't do no forces. <laughs> them shit make my feet look so big. <laughs> And the only time I really get them is if they were all white, and then those get you know yeah. too much work to keep. Mm-mm. When that toe I don't wear sneakers. Spreading. Like I really don't. Ha- I don't wear sneakers. I never really buy them. Like I like dressy shoes, or like I would have flats. You know, mm-hmm. little ballerina shoes, flats, or boots, or a ton of heels. And I would splurge. Like I have heels. Like if you look at my closet, you'd be like, "Whose house is this? Right? Who, who shit did this belong to? Can't be you." You know, because I don't wear the way that I aspire, you know, dress the way I aspire to dress. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of sad. But um, I actually want to, you know, find gym shoes, sneakers that I like. But um, but nonetheless, yes, topic of conversation. Um, I do want to switch out of the shoes that I wear from day to day. Right. Because they're just, I look at them and it's just like, this is not me anymore. I don't feel at home in these anymore. Okay, so moving on with the conversation, now we're at a point to where um, something came to mind that we hear often in um, everyday life. People that say, if the shoe fits, wear it. Now, it's basically owning your shit or owning your destiny. Is there a particular shoe of choice that you feel like you should be wearing that will put you in a position to own own your destiny or own what it is that you feel like you're supposed to be doing. Do you see a particular shoe in that instance? Here you go with this shit again. (laughs) Okay. So I know one shoe, I will say a combat boot. I know I feel like I have like to get grimy and get busy and take care of things. And I need a good combat boot in order to trudge through what I need to get through, but still have my heels on the side ready to go for when it's time to dress up and, you know, handle that business. I feel like that in a way too. I think that, um, I feel like 
in this particular place that I'm in, I wear a Timberland boot often for a style, but the boot was ultimately created for construction. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of putting the pieces together for a lot of the things that I really want to do. Um, I'm still at that point of the last episode of still saying no to a lot of things because I need to focus and I need to have more space to do the things that I really want to do, not what somebody you know expects of me mm-hmm. because I don't want to wear those shoes of expectation no more. I'm not trying to follow in nobody's footsteps no more, and I want to kind of create my own avenues and my own lane. So I will say that it may be a boot I'm familiar with, but I'm using it for a different reason. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to put that on to um, create a constructive way to get to my destination a lot quicker. And then also, um, I've been looking at shoes. Like it was a shoe that I used to love um, by Cole Hein. And I can't remember the name of it, but it was always one of the like the freshest shoes I would see dudes in when they would just still want to be casual. They can wear like the slacks with the shoe, but they can also wear it with jeans too. And it was still respected. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been paying a lot of attention to um, the Oxfords because they come in shoes and boots. Very stylish. Um, is a very elite type of look that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But then too, I like wingtip. I like a lot of the pointed toe shoes, even though I don't see myself wearing them. So I have something to try on, you -hmm. know. um, You think you'll try them on one day? One day. The the pointed toe is like a one day thing. It's it's going to be an experiment Mm -hmm. for me because I know like no time soon can I see myself putting that on. It really takes for me to completely changed the wardrobe of my life i would love to style you and have a photo shoot well i mean hey hey i'm with it you know but i definitely am a hard subject i know <laughs> i'm gonna give you the hardest fucking time because if i feel like you know i'm being you strong. gotta give me complete control <laughs> so i can express my vision i have ideas of different styles in my mind that could be nice on you okay i'm with it I'm definitely with it, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm growing. I have a treatment board, so you could at least see oh, where the vision be dope. goes. That'd okay. be dope, because I know I'm growing into um, being receptive of different style choices, and I'm tired of, like, being in that position of when it's time to go somewhere, you don't have nothing to wear. Yes. That's a mentality, though. That's not necessarily your closet. Like, it's a lot of shit in your closet that you can wear, but mentally, you don't feel like you're ready for those outfits. You don't, re- you're not ready for that change. You know what I'm saying? And the same. Well, I outgrew my closet as far as. Oh, that that, that's too. a different. That's a different. Like, stage. I have the clothes, but because I kind of let myself go a little bit, you know. <laughs> Most of my closet, you know, <laughs> doesn't fit me right now. So my goal is to fit my closet again. Wow. I okay. got to fit my closet okay. again. And that's the clothes and the shoes, pretty much. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that yes. makes sense, too. Um, Do you know, like, and this is another probably over-the-top question, but 
when you look back over your life and you say, I bought these things for a specific reason, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have maybe four or five outfits that I think I bought and I knew I couldn't fit them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, um, you do that when you, you set like a weight goal. Yes. And, um, ever so often, like I'll go, of course, when I'm in the house by myself, I am not trying to be embarrassed <laughs> in this motherfucking crib. <laughs> but like, there's like moments where, um, I would, you know, of course go through my little stages of trying to fit into these garments because I've set these weight goals and all of these different things. And you notice that they're changing. Like, um, I tried on this shirt maybe two or three weeks ago just to see if, you know, I'm making the progress. I'm making the progress, but I'm realizing that um, my arms, it's always in my arms that is, like, most uncomfortable because I do a lot of a lifting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this until um, maybe a few days ago. I'll probably say I knew it, but I didn't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. Now, I do a lot of lifting. So psychologically, you think because you're a big person, everything that changes on your body still equates to being big. It still equates to um, being a plus or curvaceous, you know, person. So you you have this, this fat mentality. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. A lot of the reason why it doesn't fit in my arms is because I've developed a lot of muscle. Mm. So um, the outfits that are in the closet that I've been like trying on to see if I'll ever fit them. Now I can't fit them because I've outgrown them. And even the stuff in the closet is still like an area of yourself that. You still want to experience, but you still have to let the closet go some in some senses because it's still time to move up from that too. Is there like a is there like an idea behind that to where like you set like a marker for yourself, but then so much time passes to where the marker ends up expiring too, and you're just like chasing after a lot of things that you never get to experience? What is this question again? It's just talking about like, you know how you just said like you want to grow into your closet. Yeah. You want to grow into the clothes and the shoes in the closet. Mm-hmm. And then my experiences with having that same feeling mm-hmm. is I'm growing into it in certain areas of the clothes. But what I'm realizing is that the body type is changing. The experiences are changing. A lot of the clothes, by the time we actually fit into them, they may be dated. They may so be, are you saying that your interest in the closet is changing as your body as is your changing? body's changing? Well, then, yes, at that point, then the focus should not be on the closet. It should be on the person. tailoring. Yeah. Right. You tailor your closet to how you are now and not to what you aspire to be. Because I think before, like you say, you tend to buy things purposely sometimes that, you know, you can't fit at that moment to push you mm-hmm. to work toward that. So maybe in doing that, <clears throat> it helps you get there, but not in the way that you thought. Right. And it took right. you a little longer. So now, aside from the cause, and now you need to focus on tailoring your attire mm-hmm. to where you are now. Right. Is it frivolous to do that, too? When you think about, like, buying clothes that you can't wear and then never fit in them? 
don't buy a whole closet full. I mean, it's it's okay, okay to buy a piece or two, right? But be realistic about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't buy something. Now, let's say you like a shit three X, and you over here buying a size two. Like, what time frame are you giving yourself to get there? And right. that's not realistic. If you saying you gonna jump from that to that in like six months, no. Right. If right. you think you are gonna jump from that in a year, probably not ever. But you don't know what your body's gonna. Right. Transforming to so you have to be realistic. If it's a size or two away from where you're at, mm-hmm. then I think that's realistic. But you don't want to buy something that's drastically outside of being attainable for you because then that's a waste and okay. frivolous. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So when it comes to walking a mile in your shoe, what has been your biggest or toughest struggle as a person? Whether it be the outfit or the shoe itself, what is the biggest and toughest struggle? Both. Mm. Because I don't feel like my outfit is where I need it to be right now either. Okay. It's a mess. I know what I see for it, and I'm trying to clean it up and get it together. Like I said, I have shoes ready, but don't mean nothing if the outfit and attire mm-hmm. ain't right, you know? So it's kind of like the biggest struggle is getting everything on the same page. Okay. So in other words, would it be that you need to clean out the closet? It's possible. Yeah. I really don't as much as as much as I know I need the experience. I I really don't want to ever be a suit and tie guy. Like, I don't ever want to be that person who... Suit and tie figuratively, like... Yeah, figuratively, like, where you have to wear that every day. The mindset of the suit. Yeah. Like, because the reason I say that is because um, I'm still very much, if this makes sense, I know I am the boss, but I like being the employee, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think the... I think the boss is just the person who oversees it, but I still have the employee mentality of actually like being hands on with a lot of things. I can't just completely relinquish my hand off of a lot of the things that I have a hand in. Like I still want to pretty much be accessible and relatable in a lot of the things that I'm also doing. I know that I have an opportunity to grow past my personal perception of self and my personal idea of what BJ always seems to look like, but I just don't want that life full time. I I do want to change the way that I'm comfortable. I do want to change the way that comfort appears Mm -hmm. for BJ because I do still like, it takes me back to episodes that we've done. I still am chasing my fuck it up moment. Like, I'm still chasing that. I still, it's going to get there, though. Yeah. Like, but you just got to do what you do and know that it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And trust me, through that process, it's going to come to you like, damn, this is that fuck it up moment. Right, right. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. You just got to keep going through yeah. what you're going through. You're going to get there. Because walking a mile in my shoe is like... I just always feel like I'm so far away and I need to stop doing that too. Cause I'm really not as far behind as I think I am. You have to 
learn to cut off the negative thoughts that start to come into your head. Yeah. Um, try to plant positive. And that's what I do with myself. And it works, in my opinion. You know, instead of focusing on how far you think you have to go, just look at your accomplishments. Think of what you've already accomplished. And we have to learn to celebrate ourselves more, big and small achievements. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how often do you celebrate yourself? Yeah. I thought about that um, a couple of, maybe a week or two ago. I had a went out to... Ohio to um you know see Paco mm-hmm. Black Paco from We Got the Draws podcast and um he was celebrating one year of being you know off cigarettes that's amazing and to most people you know you look at a you know a situation of advice and you don't really think that that is a big accomplishment because you know everybody smokes is like not a big deal to some but that's a struggle to you know, cut out them cigarettes. It is. I mean, I've been, I know smokers and have been around um, people that have smoked and it is truly a habit Mm -hmm. that is very, very, very hard to kick. It is very hard. So for anyone who can find the strength and the courage to go a complete year, hell, 30 days, five days a day, that's mm-hmm. pro that's major progress yeah. and you know that's that's beautiful and i love to hear that you and know? he you know he had a you know a, a get together where you know a couple of people came up and just you know got to hang out and you know catch up and stuff like that so we went to we went to an after hour spot called captivate captivate mm-hmm. and it wasn't a dress code you know, niggas like me in jeans and gym shoes mm-hmm. came through, you know, and what was admirable about the moment was even though it wasn't a dress code, he still put a suit on mm-hmm. like that was. And I was trying to understand it because the reason why I ultimately didn't bring anything dressy to wear is because when he initially told me he was saying that he probably was just going to chill at the crib. It wasn't going to be like the original idea. So I didn't think to bring it just in case. And then that just in case moment Mm -hmm. still actually went down. So that was ultimately the reason why I didn't bring any clothes, but, um, him and a couple of the other guys, uh, the drunken Knights came out and, uh, Jones from, uh, stakes is high. They came out and they bought their blazers and they really dressed up their blazers. It wasn't like a complete suit. Mm -hmm. It was more or less. They just accessorized it to make it fit partially of who they really are day to day but still keep up with right. the dress code of the you know the evening which i respected and that was a teachable moment for me mm-hmm. so um just getting back to paco he put on like a full suit put on a nice shirt and a bow tie like mm-hmm. he really put forth the effort to celebrate him achieving a year off of cigarettes yeah. and you know it was a hookah on the table he never touched it Mm. you know what i'm saying like it was just moments of like elevation that he probably wasn't even like in the know of me observing but that taught me something like celebrate yourself for any and everything you Mm -hmm. feel like you're accomplishing because you'll have those moments where people will never walk a mile in your shoe to know what it took to get to where you are you know and the shit that makes you smoke is still going on in your life. Yeah. So in keeping up with this topic, 
what does if your mindset's not even right, does the outfit or the shoes even matter? Wow, right, right. It don't. It don't. Like if you don't have a mindset for the type of shit you supposed to be wearing. You could have all the things sitting there and prepared, but if your mindset ain't ready for it. You'll never get And to just it. because and another thing. You, the, if the shoe fits, wear it. But what if the shoe fits, but it's not the shoe that you're supposed to be wearing? Real shit. So, I mean. The shoes. The shoes are always the the seal, the deal piece. Usually the outfit makes the impact on the shoe. Mm-hmm. Because you'll realize, like, um, like I remember how it felt to get my first nautica jacket like how oh i remember it <laughs> he said oh like i remember how it felt to get that first nautica jacket with the you know i used to want one i ain't never get one the, oh it was just like that moment that fuck it up moment like <laughs> and i remember like not having the right shoes to wear it with it mm-hmm. you know because usually like Detroiters, we would like had a Nautica jacket on. We'd have on like a pair of jeans and a white tee, and probably the ones we'd do like the Air Force ones or something. We come to school crispy with our little boot bag on, but I was so excited to put the the jacket on. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the outfit. I didn't care about how I was gonna look in this shit mm-hmm. because I felt like you would excuse everything that I had on that was fucked up because I had this jacket on and it was fresh and it was brand new. And sometimes I think that that's how we move in life, you know, having that anxiety to finally get some type of praise or recognition, um, finally get to the point where people can look at us and see us for something different mm-hmm. or just look at us because we've been ignored for too long. We, we use um, improper motivation to make certain decisions and style choices. Yes. Um, and I want to I want to correct those wrongs from the past, too, because a lot of the things that I've done in the past are not things that I ultimately want to do in the future. I want to I want to be the person transparent enough to say I made a mistake in style choice, but this is where I am now. So yes. um, I'm kind of working on like my my lookbook of some sorts. I want you to see me in. A totally different realm so i'm opening my mind up to coming out of my comfort zone and my comfortable shoes mm-hmm. and stepping into those shoes that may just make me a better person may put me in much better or greater circles and places and you know do the things that ultimately we want to see ourselves doing in life i love it yeah yeah i mean i feel the same way i do um i want to be comfortable in mm-hmm. in the in the attire that I want to wear and the shoes. Yeah. And I'm I'm striving for that. I'ma get there. God yeah. damn it, I'ma get there. There's so much shit that I ain't know, you know, when it comes to women in shoes. I didn't know mm-hmm. that shoes make a woman butt look bigger. <laughs> I done heard so much shit. I'm like, it make your ass big like yeah when she at that arch and I, I'm like Ah, you talking about heels? Yeah, I'm like straight. (laughs) Like I never really like seen you know those things figuratively, but um the way that even though I can interpret it, 
the way that it was explained to me, I'm like, oh, that might make a little sense. So it's a I lot mean, of you things. walk different yeah. when you are in heels. You can't walk the same way you would in a flat. But I ain't know it made the, it, the butt poke out, though. Maybe that's just what women do. I don't know. But that's what I heard. It makes certain accents I don't to know. legs. Um, I don't know. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I mean, it can, depending on what you're wearing, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can, depending on what you got going on. But I don't, you know, wise. I don't hang around a lot of women that wear heels either. So I don't get to like experience that either. And see, I used to wear them a lot, but now they're not comfortable because I'm bigger. They're not comfortable. Mm. Um, they don't feel right or look right. So I don't wear them and I don't really go anywhere. Like, right. Like right. I used to at least go out sometimes here and there. I haven't been anywhere that was worthy of me even putting them on in so long. Mm hmm. And that's what I want to get back to, at least going out, experiencing life, doing things, creating moments for myself to just dress up and feel good. Even for my birthday, I didn't really dress in heels or anything like that. And I want to get back into doing those things because Mm -hmm. it genuinely feels good. And kind of getting back to like the the comfort zones is for suckers. I think that we need to experience the fitting room a little bit more because – when you go out and you shop and you're looking for shoes and you're looking for a tire, um, before you make the decision to accept a certain outfit for yourself, at least take the opportunity to see what it looks like on you before you make a full-on decision. That would be for me to do because everything that looks good online does not necessarily look good on you. What if the store, I mean, what if they don't have no actual like store? It's just the online shop. I mean, you can order it offline and take it back at the store. What if they don't have a physical location? All these boutiques, some of them are just strictly online. But do you want to be a boutique? Like, do you want to be that person all the time? You know what I'm no, saying? No, I don't buy everything from the boutique. I'm just saying like in the sense of. I just don't like fit rooms. You ain't going to force me to go in this fucking fit room. <laughs> It's, I, I it's understand what you're saying. But I got you. It's a benefit to it because I really think like it saves us. We done made so many <sighs> examples of how you got a closet full of shit you ain't wearing. I got you for. I got you. <laughs> I just, shit, change my mindset. Yeah, All we right. just gotta. We just gotta experience it different. We need to try the shit on before <clears throat> we buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs to be a space for us to like. We instead of keep fucking up. Let's try to minimize that so we get closer and closer to the fuck it up moment. I got you, yeah. Just buying a whole bunch of articles that you're not wearing, and then you're looking back over your life and say, well, I would have fucked it up if I could actually fit that. Try it on first. See how it fit. See how it makes you feel. Go get your hair done. Like, go get your hair done when you go shopping. Like, I think that I understand why women like to go shopping and get their hair and nails done, like, damn near simultaneously. Because you feel different when you try shit on and your hair is done too. Yeah, you could really fully envision the Envision. Whole yeah, that's what I'm trying process. to em- like I'm trying to encourage, like having the vision. All right, I got you, BJ. So since we saying that we gonna do like <clears throat> since I'm not in charge of being styled for <laughs> this potential shoot, then that's something that we should challenge ourselves to do. Like yeah. that's another form of of challenging our comfort zones. What we're going to do is try to experience um, shopping different. 
like experience. I could do that. You know, and kind of keep the the listener or the the timeline involved in the process, like finding ways for us to grow in our respective outfits of life. We just hit a store one day and possibly buy a piece and just say what our experience was with this one particular piece until we get a full on outfit and shoes. And then once this is all done, you and I both do a photo shoot. I can do that. So that's how we going to end this. I got you. Definitely. If you have any suggestions or comments or um, questions about this episode, you can definitely hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at our two cents pod. You can hit us up on the timeline with a hashtag of our two cents pod. If you want to live tweet so that we can get that tweet and definitely respond to you as soon as we actually get it. So um, anytime you want to, like tell us any of your like motivations for style, um, shoe ideas, putting outfits together, whatever it is, definitely hit us up. I want to know about the shoes they wear and what they aspire to wear versus yeah. what they wear now. I want to hear from more people about that. We can't yeah. be the only ones in that space. We not. I know we not because I know that um, there's a lot of you who are comfortable in you know J's and you know stuff like that and. Um, life is elevating you to a new position. Like, how do you transition from where you are to where you're going? Definitely um, let us know that process because we all got to help each other. Mm-hmm. If you want to get at me directly, hit me up at BJ on Twitter. Um, I do not have a BJ Instagram page that I use, but if you want to contact me on Instagram, it is the subject change on Instagram. Give them your social media as well, ma'am. Twitter. Instagram and Facebook, it's Mona Lisa, M-O-H-N-A-L-Y-S-S-A-A. Thank you again for tuning in to the newest episode of Our Two Cents Podcast. We will see you guys again in two weeks. Peace.